What is up, everybody? This is Ryan Staley here with the Sales and Marketing Built Freedom Show. Have something really cool I'm going to share with you today. This is a little bit of a different episode, and I'm going to give you the uh, the top three takeaways from a two day private exclusive training that I had that had only about 50 people in the room, but some of the top entrepreneurs, marketers, uh, business owners in the world, and from all different areas and there's some amazing things that I picked up that, that I wanted to share with you because I think it can have a huge impact on you, your business, and your life. What's up, everybody? This is Ryan Staley, and you are listening to the Sales and Marketing Built Freedom Podcast, where we share with you the underground ninja skills and tactics the top sales and marketing leaders are using to create financial and lifestyle freedom. And the question that everybody is asking is, How do I create financial and lifestyle freedom for me? That is the question, and this show is the answer. What is up, everybody? This is Ryan Staley here with the Sales and Marketing Build Freedom Show. Happy to get into it today with you with the breakdown of some of the key things that I learned. Two really, really intense days. I was out in Boise, Idaho. Yeah, that's right. I said Boise, Idaho, right? It was a private training that, that Russell Brunson put on. And if you don't know Russell Brunson, he's the CEO of ClickFunnels. And Russell essentially grew his company from zero to $100 million in three years without any venture capital, without any private equity money. So it was totally bootstrapped. And so I have massive, massive respect for him and his skills in terms of how he did it. And the beautiful thing about it, it wasn't just that he was conducting the training, which he never does, right? Uh, it's crazy how, how long a year it presents. Cause like about a year ago, I saw him present in front of 5,000 people. And now I was sitting in the room with him and only 50 people. So there's a lot of things you pick up when you're that close to someone at that level. And, uh, it was absolutely beautiful. I mean, there was so much that I've learned, so much that I took away. And I was sitting there and I was like literally journaling. And if you hear like basically some weird noise in the background, uh, I'm up at the lake house right now. This is my door, dog Larry snoring basically while he's sleeping. So you hear some weird like howling in the background. That's what it is. But, uh, anyways, what happened was, um, you know, there's three big things that, that I took away from this event as I saw it down and I kind of like digested it in the quiet. And I'm like, Oh, you know, this would be a great episode to share with people because some of them are pretty simple. However, it was just really, really eye opening because of the level of impact they had. And sometimes, when people tell you things or tell you ways or opportunities in terms of level up or how to grow your business, sometimes um, they're taught and sometimes they're caught. You know, Myron Golden says that all the time. So, so basically, you you have to hear it two, three, four times in different ways before you finally, finally internalize it. And one of those hit me square between the eyes with that. And there's multiple things that that I'm working on in my business that I want to level up on. And so I'm obsessed with helping companies grow their organization as well. And in this specific situation, I was wondering, I'm like, okay, how did he grow from zero to 100 million in three years? Because that's, I mean, bootstrap, that's really, really impressive. There's tons of venture capital companies that can't even grow that fast. And they're given tons and tons of money to leverage that, right? And so um, I actually asked him that question in the, in the middle of the, the training because there was an appropriate time for it. And one of the things that he said is basically in the first year, there wasn't any like paid ads that he leveraged. There wasn't any tactics like that. He leveraged, leveraged it all through relationships. And so basically he did joint venture partnerships with numerous different people in, in on his way to creating a webinar when basically his webinars were information 
products. And then on top of it, the software was included or bundled in there with a certain amount free. And then he, he scaled that up and he just kept repeatedly doing it over and over and over again and just refine that message so that he could sell to people at scale without being one-on-one in front of them. And it was really, really eye-opening because there's a lot of different things I've done in my life. I've leveraged the Dream 100 before for selling to companies. I've had teams leverage that. And basically what the Dream 100 is, just to define it for you, is identifying you know what are the top 100 dream customers that you would love to have. And it was, it was coined by Chet Holmes, uh, I think it was in the late 80s, that he established that. And basically, he was the VP of sales for Charlie Munger-led company. And for those of you that don't know Charlie Munger, Charlie Munger is the um, right-hand man of Warren Buffett. And he doubled the company, I think, three or four years in a row by continuously getting the top companies in that vertical, in that space, in that niche, right? So I always leverage that strategy. But something that Russell did, and I heard a, a couple other people, uh, this woman named Stacy Martino, her and her, her husband Paul are relationship coaches, and they did the same thing in, in a lot of areas. And basically, all it is is just leveraging that Dream 100, but more from a relationship status perspective, right? And what I mean by that is connecting with other people that that basically there's there's a, a an opportunity for you guys to both benefit equally in different ways. And so now, you know, that's one of the things that's huge for me is, is creating joint ventureships with other people to do that. Because basically that was year one of, of scaling from zero to a hundred million. And the funny thing was like, literally I was thinking about this processing it and I'm in numerous different like groups and in forums and I, and I check things out and there was the founder of copy AI and he grew from zero to 1.2 million for his SaaS solution in literally nine months. And I asked him, I'm like, hey man, how did you do this? Like, what's what's the way that this happened and, and how did you kind of approach it? And basically he he kind of identified the same thing. He's like, I really leverage you know my friendships and networks. And it sounded like he he was kind of hitting at the joint ventureship with other people to grow really, really fast because they have built up distribution. And in the sales area, like I never got that strategic with partnerships like that. Right. I always attacked customers and attacked in a positive way is what I mean, but like went after customers or, or had, had teams do that. And I never really looked at it the same method from a relationship perspective. Now, here's the weird thing about it. Like I told you, some things are taught, some things are caught. I've known about this approach for a while, but I never really looked at it through that lens. And so once I looked at it through that lens, even though, you know, I was conditioned to have success the other way, I identified, hey, there's a whole new way where, where I could leverage this to not just grow my business, but help, help my, my clients grow their business as well. So I was pretty excited about that. So that was the first thing. The second thing was, was, um, when you look at it, day one, when I first got there, I was, I don't know, there was probably like five, six hours of pre-work before you got there. So you're ready to go and, and just looking to nail it out, right? And so, um, day one, you know, the second thing that I kind of learned is like when you go to events and you have a lot of high powered people and it can be overwhelming at first. Like what I mean by that is just overwhelming in terms of the, the intensity and the amount of information that you're trying to take in. And that is, is very, very common. So one of the things that I did there was just try and absorb as much as possible was a little bit, you know, just kind of surprised or taken back because some of the people I've seen so many times speak on stages or speak in different areas, but never really was sitting in the same room with them. So it was pretty cool to do that. It was pretty eye-opening because there's some just amazing, amazing people out there. 
So I, I, I think like when you go to an event, my like takeaway from that is be hyper intentional about what you want to get out of it and break it down into three things from like a basically educational or content perspective. So like three big takeaways that you want to get from it, which sounds super basic. However, if you try and like get every single piece and nugget, you're going to become overwhelmed and your head's going to explode. However, if you go there and you have three core ideas or things that you want to get out of, which I did walking into it, then it's going to be an amazing event for you. And it was an amazing event for me. I learned so much, right? So that's number two. Number three, you know, I, I was once again speaking about intentionality before I went there, uh, day two and, and I took some time. I had some coffee in the morning and I was kind of like processing my day about, you know, what's going to happen and, you know, what, what can I do for the second day of the event to just make it a home run? And that was, that was pretty cool. So, what I did is I really looked at it and I mapped out and I thought really, just really, really thought through all the people that were there and I, I identified some folks that I wanted to talk to. Um, and I, not just the folks that I wanted to talk to, but also I'm like, I'm going to try and meet as many people as possible on this day and just be completely open. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to approach it through two lenses, right? The first lens is how can I help them? That's the number one thing is, you know, how can I serve them? How can I help them? What can I do to really make a big impact by helping them with something that they need? And so that was something that I did in, in multiple occasions. And, and it doesn't need to be like life changing help, but just some kind of way that you can help them, whether it's a connection through a relationship, whether it's, uh, some insight in terms of something that they're working on with their biggest problem or many other areas, right? So that's number one. And number two is who can I seek out to help me? And this, and I'm not looking at like, you know, basically trading or horse trading to get, I help someone, they got to help me back. Not through that lens, but more so, you know, as you continue to look and scale with limited resources in a bootstrap manner, like I'm doing, you have to be highly resourceful. And so one of the key components is, is looking at the who, not the how. And there were some of the most high-powered people in the industry, in the space there. And so I was really, really intentional with some of the folks I wanted to connect with and talk to and get their feedback on because I could potentially hire them to help me grow my business, my customer's business, or with other connections I have. So those, those three things, which are basically a, temp, a template or a framework that you could use moving forward, for any kind of networking event that you have, any kind of training that you have, any kind of mastermind that you go to. And what you'll see is if you take it through that approach, and, and just I'll recap them, right, is you know what are the top three things that, that you could take away? Mine was how Russell built his company um, that you want educational-wise. The other is really, really trying to get that stone-cold nugget of what's going to move the needle. And then the third one is you know, uh, basically the, the people component, who can you help and who can help you, right? So if you look at it through those three lenses or those three focus areas, you're going to have amazing, amazing events and you'll truly, truly create some amazing relationships more importantly. So, all right. Well, it was awesome. This, this episode went a little longer than I thought, but I, I was just kind of on a roll and, uh, sorry for your Larry snoring in the background. Hopefully this was helpful for you. If you need any kind of help from me, reach out to me. There's a, a link in the show notes. Feel free to connect and I'd love to help you out in any way possible in terms of scaling and growing your business, your income, your life, your career. 
and look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you for spending the time with me today. I know that time is one of the most valuable resources, so I truly honor and appreciate you coming along this journey with me. One of the things that I wanna ask you is if you really truly enjoyed this and know someone that this can make an impact on, please share this episode with them. If you're on a journey for financial and lifestyle freedom, it is always exponentially better if we're building a tribe with like-minded people who are on the same journey. In addition, I have an amazing PDF for you that could be career changing in terms of the content. Essentially what it is are the top 10 questions that every big customer is asking behind closed doors that no one is telling you about. I'll put a link for it in the show notes. So check it out. It's my free gift for you for being a part of this launch and being a part of this journey with me. And I hope to see you soon.